Good morning, friends. Welcome to episode 67 of the Make Saints podcast. I'm Drew Downs, and this one is called The Gambling Gamble. Now, if you watched the Super Bowl this past Sunday, you would probably notice something that has, that's been happening for a good number of years now, uh, sort of advertising about gambling. There's these companies advertising that being able to betting, being able to bet on games and, and uh, that's really, uh, that's really like become a part of the deal. I, I noticed this too when I started uh, you know, being able to listen to baseball games and, and hearing that these gambling companies are sponsoring uh, you know, the programming themselves, um, which is all stuff that, that was not happening before. And it, it got me thinking as I was thinking about that and, and um, pretty much every few days I'm driving past um, the, the new casino that's being built here in town and uh and so you know gambling has been on my mind for 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 you know a while now and and i heard a statistic about this game this soup this past super bowl that 25 percent of super bowl watchers were gambling and that that number just uh, arrested me 25 percent if if we think I don't I don't know how many people watched the game let's say it was 50 million you know you're looking at what 12 million people gambling and I and, and a commenter uh, said it was like yeah people have always been doing that and I was like wait a hold the phone that is, yes, technically people have been gambling on the Super Bowl forever, but for as long as there's been Super Bowls, but uh, not 25% of people watching it. If what you're talking about is the difference between those bingo cards we do at Super Bowl parties and you sort of put it into a kitty, uh, I suppose maybe, maybe, maybe we did at that rate then, but not when you're talking about what we're doing now. Uh, the ease, the sort of production value, the advertisement, being able to whip out your phone and place bets on plays. And the ability to do that is so simple now, just using your phone. Got me thinking a lot about gambling, freedom, uh, what we think, and how much we are misunderstanding the relationship our relationship of freedom when it comes to gambling. Because gambling has the highest suicide rate of any addiction, by far. Because people literally lose everything, but without, you know, losing their mind. Not the same way. And uh, it, is, it, is, it is an extraordinarily dangerous, emotionally, spiritually, economically dangerous thing. And the cost of this isn't just freedom, right? It actually demonstrates an absence of it because people get addicted and then they lose everything and then often choose to end their life. And it's hard to call that free. So, you know, then what do we do about this? Well, 
I mean, the easy answer then is is uh, financial literacy, <laughs> making sure people understand what money, how money works, um, statistics, statistical analysis, helping people understand their likelihood uh, of winning. That all really that helps. It, it certainly helps. It, it keeps me from ever wanting to gamble. But the thing is that it's not just about our ability to understand, our ability to reason. It's that gambling itself is predatory. And what it does is it short circuits your ability to reason. So reasoning, developing reasoning, reason, enhancing our ability to reason is irrelevant because the, the nature of gambling and how they have advanced gambling makes it irrelevant. I mean, think about it. The, the house always wins. These companies always make money. Even when they pay out incredible amounts of money, it's after they've made more than that. But let's think, think, think about what's, I, 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 I'm not, this isn't about the companies as much as it is about our brains. So our brains prefer being addicted to working. I mean, think about it. Which, which do you prefer? Wrestling with something that is emotionally difficult or zoning out watching Netflix? Right? Which makes more sense like to you in this moment, right? Which one is the one that you're more likely to do? Like do this really hard thing that takes a lot of work. Like, I mean, or like doing homework. Do your homework or watch Netflix. Which which seems better to your brain, right? Your brain loves to not have to do anything, right? Because reason takes effort and gambling produces dopamine. That's the fun brain chemical, right? And the, the thing about how our brains respond to games is that our brains, of course, don't like losing and they like winning. But here's, here's the wrinkle. Our brains actually produce more dopamine when we almost win than when we win. So like if you, you know, imagine on a slot machine and the first, the first, you know, the first one rolls, rolls along and it lands on a cherry and the second one rolls down and it lands on a cherry and the third one rolls and it's it's landing on a cherry. It's a cherry. It's a cherry. Oh, it's an orange. Our brains light up brighter than if you had gotten three cherries. Our brains light up. And what it, what does it want you to do? Oh, I almost won. Got to go again. Right. It rewards us when we almost win more than when we win. One of the uh, other, other things, one of the other, th other things that, that um, the producers of, of slot machines figured out, um, you know, 40 years ago, they started, you know, slot machines were always quarters. Um, and then they, they decided uh, that they wanted, they had a theory that they wanted to work with and they started producing dime slots. And they found that 
people spent more money on dime slots than they did on quarter slots, like total, total volumes. Like you spent more playing with dimes than you did with quarters. You played 10 games rather than four games. Uh, and so then, then they, they tried nickel slots and they found that people spent more money playing nickel slots than dime slots. So you were playing 20 games versus 10 games versus four games for each other, right? So then they tried out penny slots and they found that penny slots produced more income than nickel slots, which produced more than dime slots, which produced more than quarter slots. So they figured out that we could spend more time playing more games, spending more money, the smaller the denomination got. And so then they started uh, making the uh, putting, creating games in which you could like ensure a win. Like you could put, if you put in enough pennies, like you could just put in pennies, lots of them, and ensure that you would get a payout, right? But they always make money off of you. So you spend more than you're going to get out of it. And if we think about this, they, they do that to make more money. So they're going to make more money by having you spend more money to ensure that you win than they made when you just put in a penny and press your luck. So just take, just wrap your head around how much these companies are gaming your brain so that you will lose. And what you, you take away, what your brain takes away is lots and lots of dopamine in the moment until you walk out with nothing. It's hard to call this freedom. It's addiction. It's not freedom. It's more like slavery. It's more like creating the conditions for a kind of voluntary serfdom. But even this idea, even the very notion that we suggest that gambling is something that people willingly do when the entire operation goes against our ability to reason and make wise choices because they are hijacking and hacking our brains to make it work, to make us lose, to make us spend more money without paying attention. So when we think about this as a matter of liberty, as a freedom to choose to gamble and the freedom to run a gambling business and refuse to acknowledge exactly how we relate to these decisions, right? The social impact of these decisions and just how much these businesses steal one's ability to make a decision, 
we are making a mockery of freedom and condemning the swindled while we're at it. For me, I want my kids freed from this awful burden. I'd rather help them not fall in to all of this. And so it starts with recognizing how little freedom really is at play here. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time.